Don't accidentally do things you'll later regret. Oh no, you did. All right. Three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to Let's Place. As always, you're all bad at clapping. What? Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> there was so much delay on that. Well, there's a good, good news. We don't have to do that later. Right. Uh, I am Luke, the host of this podcast where we objectively rank every video game ever made so that you never have to have another argument about video games ever again. And now, Luke, we what do. do we rank it according to? Uh, well, we rank it according to objective quality, of course. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I am joined by my co-hosts, uh, Chelsea. Hello. And Crystal. Hello. And uh, we've got two guests here this week. We've got Molly. Hi. And Ashley. Hello. Uh, the two amazing hosts of Totally Reprise and uh, the future guests on our PAX West Let's Plays panel that's happening in about a month. Uh-huh. We're doing it again, everybody. Sunday, they s- September 2nd, Sandworm Theater. Be there. <laughs> be there. Be there. You paid for your whole seat. You'll only need, like, well, I guess you didn't really pay for the seat. You paid for the. You'll wait for the seat, but the... you only need the edge. Yeah, sure. Whoa. <laughs> you'll only need the edge as you're leaving. Right. Because you go, like, Oh, wait, I don't actually need, want to be here. Yeah. I'm leaving. Goodbye. Chelsea has done a lot of uh, post-game analysis of our last panel with mm-hmm. me. Um, she has asked that I don't uh, berate the audience this time like I did. Well, I, uh... well that's going to be a stretch for you, but I think you can do it. I did tell them to shut up. <laughs> like, the way I imagine is because, like, you and Chelsea were recently, uh, like, in the same vicinity. Right, right. And I just imagined her like on a like having it projected like on a whiteboard yeah. and just like drawing like big circles and like X's. And, like... Yeah, one hundred percent. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, you know, it's a bold strategy, but she might be right. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. But uh, you know what? That that's in the future. We have to celebrate the present. We have to celebrate Crystal because today, which is to say, like several days ago, was her birthday. Happy birthday! It's my birthday. Happy birthday, Crystal! It was your birthday. Very exciting. How, how how's your birthday been, Crystal? Pretty good. Great. Nice. I ate a cake. Oh, nice. Great. Those are good. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't love cake? Uh, Luke. Yes. The cake is a lie. Mm. Oh, mm. nice. All right. What's up, Chelsea? Oh, you you. I just was under the impression you weren't that into cake. Oh, I'm not, I mean, I'm not that into cake. I was trying to be, you know, congenial for the birthday girl, but, you know, sure. call me out like this. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. Uh, I was... It helps Luke. Uh, cake, like the first not like album. A cake is apparently, thank you. <laughs> Good joke, uh, Crystal. <laughs> Great joke. <laughs> sorry, Ashley. Birthday privileges mean she gets to snipe your jokes. No, that's fine. Uh... <laughs> I was just going to say, apparently, uh, like uh, not liking cake is one of the few opinions me and Luke have in common these days. Oh, great. Great. Yeah, we should get into it real quick, because you talked some real shit about Ghost Trick, which we have not placed yet, but will probably be placed on my birthday if it hasn't been already. Because I came fucking rules, and you're a bad person for not liking it. 
Well, I mean, I knew I was a bad person, just not for that specific reason. Oh, it's for that specific I, reason. If I feel like there's better reasons. Uh, listen, I can't speak to that. All I know is you didn't love the adventures of that weird ghost man and the cute Pomeranian that he hangs out with in the afterlife. Listen, uh, you did just hear me recently say that grandma thick. <laughs> and you've said it oh. again somehow. I almost named it the title of the episode. God, I mean, you probably should have. <laughs> yeah, probably. I wanted it to come out of nowhere. Just like, wait a minute. Now, my entire intention for getting you and Molly on an episode together was that we should practice, you know, being good professional podcasters all together as a five-person group. I Absolutely feel like just not. bullshitting about random garbage. Yeah, we've already failed in that goal. I take responsibility for it. That's fine. Maybe. <laughs> One thing I wanted to work on from the last panel was also talking over each other. We haven't really done too much of that so far, but okay, okay. just something, well, something to keep in mind. Yeah, We're only four yeah. minutes in. Yeah, crosstalk is hard to manage when uh, you're not in person and can't look at people while you're talking. But, yeah, uh, and we can't look at each other in person either, because we're all going to be in a line. Right, exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> I will be wearing uh, blinders while doing it, so I cannot look at anyone else. I thought you were going to say you're going to wear a coat made of mirrors so that everyone can see everything if they just look at you. Why would that be the thing I said? <laughs> I don't know, but that is where I thought you were going. Why a coat made out of mirrors? Because I felt like it needed to be something you could take off afterwards. Mirror shades, Luke. Mirror shades. Well, no, that's not enough. You need. I was thinking like one of those mirror balls they use in movies to get the lighting right for the CGI. Luke, you're doing a really bad job staying on topic. <laughs> I'm doing a terrible <laughs> job. <laughs> anyway, yes, I, I hate uh, spectral jape. I'm sorry. It's not what it's... Mm. <sighs> anyway... Uh, I don't hate's a strong word. I just did not care for it. That's worse somehow. Spirit goof. Uh, the opposite of love is not hate. It's uh, apathy. Right. Exactly. Thank you, Chelsea. <laughs> Pull the guy's prank. I hate you so fucking much. She's doing it on purpose. I know she is. So why are you letting her bait you? <laughs> Chelsea, are you aware that your boyfriend did threaten to slit my throat? <laughs> yeah, I was, and I was very upset by that. <laughs> anyway. Although he's also threatened to steal my eyes, so it's not that out of the question. I have threatened Whoa! to steal your eyeballs, that is true. <laughs> I, is this an intervention? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we can't get into that right now. It's Crystal's birthday and we're ruining her party. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Crystal. I hope you can accept my apology. Can we talk about Wario Land? <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> Wario Land. Alright, so as his birthday tradition, instead of choosing five random games, Crystal was allowed to pick five of her favorite games for us to place. Uh, so let's let's talk about which uh, five games that are precious to Crystal's heart that we're going to shit all over for the next hour and a half. Uh, we're going to be talking about Wario Land 3, the Chronicles of Riddick Escape from Butcher Bay, The Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion, Tales from the Borderlands, and No Man's Sky. Crystal, tell me about Wario Land 3. I haven't played it. I've only played the first two. Oh, well, Wario Land 3 is a lot like Wario Land 2. Okay. Uh, in which the gimmick is that Wario is immortal and cannot die. Right. And it, when he's hit by certain enemies, he instead transforms into a special form, special powers. I see. 
But then that Wario is a Land... weird bit of Wario that you don't often think about. Yeah, he's really gotten away from being a shapeshifter trickster god. <laughs> oh yeah, Wario Land is way better than WarioWare. Okay, okay. Uh, That's a but bold the thing about Wario Land three is that it it takes Wario Land two and then it makes it a Metroid Castlevania game. Oh wow, really? Okay. Yeah, where you 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 as you progress through the levels, you like. Uh, unlock certain checkpoints that then change things about previous levels so then you go back to them and you find the new openings and you explore the parts of the levels you couldn't get to before okay okay yeah i played warrior land one and liked it a lot as a little kid and then warrior land two came out and i played it and it's like it, it's a good game but as a let's see it came out in nine early 98 so i would have been seven years old my seven-year-old brain could not wrap my head around the idea of a platformer where you had no lives. I was like, well, this game's just easy then, because you can't ever die. There's no challenge. Which is like, is not true. That's not how it works. Uh-huh. But as a kid, I was like, well, this is dumb. I don't like Wario Land anymore. Um, so I never is, played the later ones, which people say are fantastic. Which is like how platformers have gone. Right, 100%. Like, Wario Land was ahead of the fucking curve. Kinda, yeah. And that, like, listen, the exciting part of a platformer is not... Like, the death element of it is not the exciting part. Right. That is really a hindrance to everything, to your enjoyment of this game. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I it, do need... Yeah, the I, way Wario Land 3 is designed, it essentially has natural checkpoints... Where, like, if you're in a certain platforming segment and Wario gets hit, he'll get knocked back to the beginning. Right. But just without the pretense of death and respawn. Yeah. See, I remember that about Wario Land 2 also. Like, it was like, there'd be, like, a crusher thing you have to time so you run under it. And if it crushes you, you don't lose a life. Wario just gets, like, flattened like a pancake and drifts back to the checkpoint. Which is functionally identical. But as a kid, I was like, well, this game's easy then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's off- like a Prince of Persia 2008 is t- is bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that to say, I kind of want to go back and play the Warrior Land games that people like, but I haven't yet. But at say- telling me that it's kind of like one big level actually makes me way more interested in trying this out. I, I really need to say oh, that no- Moe did just link an incredible website. Oh, let's take a look here. What you got? It's Wario Land 3 oh, is this Civilization's the official... Greatest Achievement. Oh, wow. This did, is... did... Oh, yeah, this is a fantastic website. This yes. is WarioLand3.com. Is this the real official Wario Land? I'm not no, sure I had to click. I don't fan think site. so. Okay. I don't... okay. Did Crystal make this website? I think that's a question <laughs> we need to ask ourselves. Crystal, did you make this website? No, but I wish I did. Oh, okay. Well, that's basically the same thing. I might play some Wario Land 3 tonight. This looks good. I, I do love clarify, that there's a Luke. thing that is just the dreaded mini golf game. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I like the mini golf game. But to clarify, Luke, Warrior Land 3 is not actually one big connected world. Okay. Like, it is still level based. Oh, okay. But, like, there's more to the levels than you will see your first time through. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. That still sounds cool. I, I want to give it a shot still. <laughs> there is just a level just named the Colossal Hole. That's a good level name. Okay. All right. (laughs) Uh, 
Anyway, uh, let's let's figure out where this game belongs on the list. We're starting yeah. at 380 games total, I believe. Let mm-hmm. me double check that real fast. Yep. Yep, 380. Uh, so we're going to start at number 190. Crystal, uh, would you say that this game is better or worse than The Real Texas? An indie, top-down, 3D Zelda clone with, like, surreal visuals and story that I think is kind of charming, but everyone else pooped all over. Luke, I would have to say that Wario Land 3 is better than okay. The Real Texas. All right. Chelsea. Wario Land 3? All right. Uh, Ashley. Uh, I'm probably going to have to go with Wario Land 3. I do think The Real Texas is kind of charming, and I remember seeing a bits of it that looked yeah. charming. Yeah, see, you're the only other person that's ever heard of this game. <laughs> I think Giant Bomb did a look of it, so... They absolutely did. <laughs> All uh, right, so... Yeah. But, but yeah. Warland 3. All right. Uh, Molly, how about you? Um, I'm going to vote for War... I mean, Warrior Land already won, but... Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll vote for Warrior Land, but also, I don't want to touch anything called The Real Texas. Sure, sure. I mean, if I think the real Texas is like a wacky land. That's not anything like the actual Texas. Yeah, well, maybe they should put that in the title instead. Probably. If I remember right, you're a Texan who goes on vacation to the UK and goes to visit a castle and you fall through a warp to the real Texas. Mm. Anyway. I do have a nit to pick. Is that this website says the dreaded mini golf game when it should be the dreaded golf mini game. Because this yeah. is not mini golf. Oh, I see. Mm, that is a problem. I mean, that's really a problem with the website. How is it not, not really mini-golf? It's not, well, because you're playing real golf, not mini-golf. You're not just putting. I mean, the, the golf is mini. I mean, you're playing it on a Game Boy Color, so really all golf is mini-golf when you're playing it Well, it should there. be a mini-golf mini-game. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. I see what you're saying. If you uh, play mini-golf on, like, a mini-system, is that really a micro-golf? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's where they. That's probably where they got the name for those Wario games. Oh, it all makes sense. <laughs> we figured it out. Yeah, the bad ones. Molly, how does Wario Land 3 compare to game number 95, Marble Blast Ultra? It's kind of like Super Monkey Ball minus the monkeys. Oh, minus the monkeys? Okay, Wario Land's definitely better. Okay, Ashley. Yeah, the monkeys are really an important part. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, Chelsea. Marble Blast. Crystal. Wario Land. Okay, Wario Land takes it and continues to climb. To number 47. Crystal, how does Wario Land 3 compare to uh, Space Wars? One of the first video games ever made by MIT Laboratories as a follow-up to their first game, Space War. It's Space War again, but this time it's got multiplayer. Wario Land. Chelsea. I have a question. Yes. What is Space War? Space War is kind of like asteroids. You like It's on a vector uh, screen, and you kind of control a little ship, and fly around it's it's very simplistic but it's also like arguably the first video game ever made so wario you know okay <laughs> there is a starship enterprise and also a mouse pointer as your ship options so that sounds right yeah uh ashley how about you sorry i'm eating pizza um, okay i will probably go with wario all right and molly um i'm gonna go with wario land all right, Warrior takes it unanimously and moves up to number 23. Uh, Molly, how does Warrior Land 3 compare to Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, an adventure game visual novel where you play as Phoenix Wright, down on his luck, 
attorney who's got to defend his innocent clients against a cruel and, un, and like, oppressive justice system. Um, those games are too confusing, and I never know what evidence to pick, so I'm going to go with Wario Land. Okay, okay. Ashley? Uh, if we're just speaking objectively, right. uh, yes. Phoenix Wright was definitely the game where I was like, oh, I this is the type of game I enjoy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I'm going to go with Phoenix Wright. Right, so speaking objectively, your personal experiences need to be this great wins. Yes, thank you for explaining the joke, Luke. Uh, yeah, well, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. Uh, listen, we gotta do this live in front of people. We gotta make sure everyone gets the jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we should tell everyone what the jokes are. Hey, everybody. Not sure if you caught that last one. We should, should just have on the projector, like, a slideshow thing of, like, that joke was that. No, we should print up uh, programs to hand out so everyone can follow along with the jokes and don't get lost. That sounds expensive. Instead yeah. of having like an applause sign that lights up, we'll have a joke one that lights up so everybody knows when they happen. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Uh, Chel- no, it's not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just thought of an idea. Of like actually printing out like little pamphlets. Yeah. But it was all like you know here are your cast members today. Right. Right. <laughs> like like just headshots like, of everybody. Yeah. Chelsea, how do you vote? Uh, the Ace Attorney. Okay, so that's two for Ace Attorney. Uh, Crystal. Now, Luke, you, you did say number uh twenty-three. Yeah. Ace Attorney is at number twenty-two. Oh, beans. I was looking at the... Oh, man. I forget... Oh, boy. I forgot how this list works now. Oh, dang. Damn See, it. This is this is good. We're doing this as a warm-up. This yeah. definitely won't happen again. I forgot that I put a... I need to... Mm, I'm tempted to just take the is subheadings. Is there a way to hide that? What's that? Is there a way to hide? I don't think so. Yeah. I'm, I'm tempted to just take the subheadings off. I don't really need them. And they're really more trouble than they're worth. Yeah, just kill them. Anyway... I guess let's reset here. Forget everything you thought you knew about Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. <laughs> Done. Done. I, mean, uh, I don't think that's necessary. Ah, too late. We just need to switch to Tekken. Molly, I already did it. Molly, how does Wario Land 3 compare to Tekken 7, uh, a recently released fighting game that by all accounts is very cool and goes all slow-mo on your last hit and it's neat looking? Is Tekken the one with the Tiger Man? It is. I vote for Tekken. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ashley. Tekken is also the one where the dad throws the son into the volcano, and then the yep. son comes back and throws the dad into the volcano. That does happen so in Tekken. Tekken. That's yeah. Now, when you say son, do you mean, like, the celestial body or a no, father's no, no. son? A father's son. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea, how about you? Uh, Tekken. Okay. Uh, Crystal. I'm going to vote for Warrior Land because you can turn into a vampire and then transform into a bat. Yeah, I was also going to vote good. for Warrior Land, but we're out. That makes no uh, sense. What do you mean? Well, no, vampires Vamp- can turn into bats. Yeah, but so Warrior you, loves you... garlic. Oh, that's true. Mm, oh, maybe oh that... shit. Wait, is that how, maybe, like, are garlic, is garlic a health item in that game that you can't use when you're a vampire? Because that'd be pretty cool. Uh, that is in Warrior Land 1, but not Warrior Land 3. Because remember, like, cl- like big old like bulbs of garlic were like the mushroom equivalent. You want me to go through one. the warrior transformations? That's uh, uh, uh I'm looking at the list right now. How many are there? There's a lot. One, two, three, four, <laughs> All right. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Just 14. go through it quick. There's warrior. Like, just rattle them off. Balni Naru, 
Ball of String Wario, Bouncy Wario, Bubble Wario, Crazy Wario, Electric Wario, Fat Wario, Flat Wario, Hot Wario, Ice Skating Wario, Invisible Wario, Puffy Wario, Snowman Wario, Vampire Wario, and Zombie Wario. All right, great. Wasn't worth the time. Anyway, Tekken wins. What's the difference between Fat Wario and Puffy Wario? Uh, Puffy Wario has, like, puffy cheeks and floats into the air. Okay. It's more cloud-like. And Fat Wario is just fat. Yeah. Got it. All right. Uh, Uh, I've actually played that Tekken 7 game. It's really good. No, I've heard it's great. Uh, Anyway, Wario Land 3 moves down to number 35. Crystal, how does it fare against Dragon's Dogma? An open-world, high-fantasy adventure where you and your weird slave you summon from the ether go on an adventure to kill the dragon that you hurt you? I don't remember. Anyway, you can climb on the monsters, and that's neat. Dragon's Dogma is pretty good, but I'm going to have to vote for Wario Land 3. Okay. Chelsea. Wario Land. Uh, Ashley. Wario. Uh, Molly? Um... I was going to say Dragon's Dogma because uh-huh. uh, becoming God and then killing yourself is very real. That's, that's a, that is a thing that happens in that video game. Yeah. Uh, so that ties it. I no, that's just, that's just Wario no. Land. That's three for what? Wario Land. Counting, wait. Crystal, Chelsea, Ashley. Right. That is, that is how you count to three. Yeah. Uh-huh. Luke, are you okay. good? I need to watch more Sesame Street. Luke, did you start our job at Valve? Because <laughs> um, I can't count. Shut uh, up. So those, those, <laughs> those oh. are the kind of hot gamer jokes that you need to bring to PAX with you, so I'm glad you're working on them. <laughs> yeah, look, we got you. the Cake is a Lie jokes from Crystal. We got the Valve That was before we recorded, though. <laughs> Oh, no, it wasn't before we recorded. No, I think yeah, it's on, no, I I think like, it's on minute, this bad like, boy. Am I going fucking insane? <laughs> I mean, yes. It all blends together. Anyway, Wario does beat Dragon's Dogma. Nice. Which this is my that... Black Mirror episode where I don't know what I'm recording for a podcast anymore. <laughs> 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 Alright, uh, Molly, how does Dragon's Dogma... Or no, how does Wario land... <laughs> Yeah. Compared to game number 29, Rocksmith, all new 2014 edition remastered. Uh, Rocksmith is a game where you actually learn how to play guitar. Yeah. And it has like guitar lessons, but also like fun, almost like typing tutor style mini games. Yeah. For you to learn different guitaring techniques. I think I'm going to vote for Rocksmith. Okay. Ashley. I, I think I'm going to go with Wario Land. Okay. That's one for each. Chelsea. Wario. Okay. Crystal. Wario Land 3 is a game that teaches you how to actually play Wario Land 3. (laughs) (laughs) You are not wrong. That is true. (laughs) Alright, so Wario Land takes it and moves up to number 26. Uh, Crystal, how does Wario Land 3 compare to Rocket League? The online soccer game that you play with turbo-powered supercars. Uh, Wario Land 3 also has a soccer boss fight where you have to jump on a bunny's head and then throw him past a turtle into the goal. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm going to vote for it. Okay, yeah. Uh, Chelsea. 
Um, um, what's it up against? It's up against Rocket League. Right. Um, Ra- Warrior Land. Okay, that's two for Warrior Land. Ashley. I think I'm going to go with Rocket League. Okay, and Molly. I'm voting for Rocket League. Okay, that ties it. Rocket League is a lot of fun, is the thing. It looks mm. hard. Yeah, it, it's a little tricky to get the hang of. Once you do, though. Yeah, you can, you can make that car fly. I think I gotta go for Rocket League. Uh, so that moves Warrior Land 3 down to number 27. Uh, oh. Molly, how does Warrior Land 3 compare to Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty? Warrior Land's better. Ashley, how does Warrior Land 3 compare to Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty? Uh, I, I did make a, more, a uh, Metal Gear 2 Sons of Liberty reference to Molly earlier today. Now, what was the reference? Uh, it was Lolelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelel
Sure it was. Yeah, this is the this is that bullshit part you're trying to cut out, right? Right, yeah. Great job. <laughs> listen, it's crucial that listen, I was a Weird Al super fan for my entire adolescence, and it's important that I get to use that information sometimes, or uh-huh. my whole life will have been for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Crystal, the uh the next game you have on our list here is Chronicles of Riddick Escape from Butcher Bay. What's your uh What's what what you got what you got going here? So the Chronicles of Riddick Escape from Butcher Bay was made by uh, the same people who went on to direct the new Wolfenstein games, mm-hmm. and it's got sort of a, a light immersive simulation uh, feel to it. Okay, where it's like you start the game and you're just like a prisoner in prison and you're talking to people and you're making right. deals to get the shivs. And things don't really start popping off into, for, like, a couple hours. And mm-hmm. then you do some action, and then you get to a higher security prison, where you have to do some RPG-ish stuff for a while again. I do kind of like the idea that, like, oh, you unlocked a new level because you've started a lot of shit, so we're just moving you to a higher security prison. Yes, that's the structure of the game. That's pretty funny. And it's very, <laughs> uh, you know, the world has a lot of interactables. Okay, a lot okay. of people you can talk to, a lot of little hidden things you can find. And it stars the great Vin Diesel character, Riddick. That's true. Richard uh, B. Riddick. He's made a lot of movies about Riddick. Three of them. Yeah, Vin Diesel. I mean, it's, it's good. It's a good game. It's got a good story and first-person yeah. stealth and first-person melee. Mm-hmm. Uh. Ashley, do you know about, like, Riddick, the movie franchise? I feel like if anyone here does, you do. Uh, A bit, yeah. So they were basically very much, like, Vin Diesel's kind of pet project. Right. Uh, That he was, like, very into, like, he got very into the Riddick character. Yeah. And he was like, I want to, you know, make this, uh, you know, I'm going to make these movies, I'm going to make these games, I'm going to make these comic books. And right, I, the, the joke has always kind of been that it's his, like, RPG OC. Yeah, which is funny. No, it literally funny is. Yeah, no, oh, it, it literally is? It literally okay. is, yeah. Yes. Great. Uh, which is not, it's, it's a different than his uh, World of Warcraft OC that he had tattooed, his its name tattooed on him in Triple X. Oh, boy. Uh, Vin <laughs> Diesel was a big old nerd. Oh, no, I knew He's that. Biggest uh, nerd. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, but I kind of the story is is that he was very tired because this was when, like all these every movie we've talked about this you and me recently how every mm-hmm. movie would get a game and it would all be garbage, uh-huh. with like the occasional like oh that wasn't bad, <laughs> like you know like oh they, they, there's obviously some people had some ideas and then got given a movie license, right right. And so they couldn't all put them together, but there was something original here at some point. Uh-huh. And so he was tired of that and was like, I'm going to put all these together. Like, I'm going to make a studio. Right. With my big actor money. I'm going to have them make the Chronicle of Riddick game so that it'll be good instead of garbage. And then it was, like, actually, like, more well-received than the movie. Yeah, this game was, like, a big, like, sleeper hit. Like, no one really talked about it much, but then, like, after it came out, it just slowly built up a bigger and bigger audience. People were like, hey, this game's actually good. Yeah, it's, and I think it's, the only reason why it didn't have a bigger kind of impact is because it was a 
tie-in movie game. Yeah. Where it's like, oh yeah, that's, you don't need to pay attention to that. Yeah, funny enough. Yeah, yeah. it's, yeah. I still hear it talked about, like, in academia of video games of, like, an important milestone of, like, certain elements of first-person gaming. Huh. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I've heard nothing but good stuff about it. Um, it's just not a game I've ever gotten around to. Let's see just how good of a stuff I've heard about it, though, now. By placing it at starting at game number 190. That was a killer segue, Luke. I'm really good at segues and hosting podcasts is yeah. the main thing. Yeah. Now, I did goof things up a little bit, so we should be shifted from here, but I goofed it and shifted us up before, so it's all balancing out. So we do have to talk about the real texts again. Molly, how does the Chronicles of Riddick fare against it? It's it's uh it's worse than Chronicles of Riddick. Okay. Texas is that is. I have words. I'm saying yeah. them. No, I, I get you. That's going to be the nice part about the panels. You'll just have a card you can hold up for your vote. Great. I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah. Ashley. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Riddick. Okay, that's two for Riddick. Chelsea. Real Texas. All right. And Crystal. The Chronicles of Riddick. All right. Riddick moves up to number 95. And again, these are all going to be repeats, I'm pretty sure. Uh, oh, uh, wait. Yep. Here we go. Uh, Crystal, how does it fare against Marvel Blast Ultra? Riddick. Okay, Chelsea. Marble Madness. That's a different video game. We haven't ranked that one yet, but okay. Uh, it's also a Steven Universe episode. That is true, also, yes. <laughs> That's was what I was referencing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Chronicles of Riddick. Okay, that's two for Riddick. Uh, Molly. I'm going to go for Riddick. All right, Riddick keeps on moving on up. So far, Crystal's got good taste. Uh, number 47, uh, another repeat. Molly, how does it do against Space Wars? Uh, Chronicles of Riddick. Okay, Ashley. Yeah, I'm going to go Chronicles of Riddick. Chelsea. Space Wars. Chelsea, not into Riddick. Uh, Crystal. Butcher Bay. All right. It's got Exhibit uh, in it. Does it? It's All got right. Exhibit? Yeah, Exhibit plays one of the guards. That moves us up to number 24. Finally, a new game to talk about. Uh, Crystal, how does Chronicles of Riddick compare to Hotel Dusk Room 215? An adventure game for the Nintendo DS where you hold the DS sideways like a book and you explore a mysterious motel in the middle of the desert full of secrets and... Darkness and matchstick puzzles. Uh, Riddick. Okay. Uh, Chelsea. Uh, hotel. Okay. Ashley. California. <laughs> oh, what a lovely place. Huh. Uh, I did recently just hear that uh, when you solve a puzzle in the Hotel Dusk game uh-huh. by closing the DS to like yes. make two things like touch each other that are on the two different screens. That's and true. that seems pretty cool. Yeah. There's also a puzzle where you have to, like, flip a circuit. You have to flip two circuit breakers at the same time. But the DS... So you have to touch two spots on the screen at the same time to push them up. But the DS did not have multi-touch functionality. So really what you have to do is push in between the two of them to push them up. Because if you push in two spots, it just averages the locations of your touches. Incredible. Yeah. Anyway, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Hotel Dusk. Okay, that's two for Hotel Dusk. Molly. 
Um, I'm going to go with Riddick. Okay, that ties it. Um, hmm. I played and really liked Hotel Dusk. But it is kind of just a, one of those games. It's a good one of those games, and I like the the sort of pencil-y art style and everything. But um, Riddick sounds actually really cool, and I kind of want to really try it out. What's that? I didn't say anything. Okay, Ch- Chelsea, yeah. you can you can voice your opinions on Riddick. Chelsea, what, what what's what's I mean? What's your opinion? I don't on have an opinion. I just have a feeling. I mean, that's just as good as an objective fact on this show. That's the core premise of it. What you got? Nothing. It just looks... I mean, I, I shouldn't say anything. It just doesn't look like my kind of game. Chelsea, you should absolutely say something. You're on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let it rip. He keeps get, getting poked with things. Oh. Okay. It looks uncomfortable. Riddick? I gotcha. Yeah. Oh yeah, he does get stabbed in the neck by giant needles to heal himself. Mm, that's not ideal. <laughs> yeah, you gotta do what you gotta no, do. No, Riddick is good at establishing a universe that is like real messed up and dystopian. Okay, okay. Are you a fan of those movies too, Crystal, or just the game? Uh, I'd say I'm interested in the movies. I find that's them fair. interesting. Okay. I like no, how that's fair. it starts as like sort of a. a a low-budget science fiction film about some people trapped on the planet, and then yeah. the sequel's like this epic science fantasy adventure. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, the third one is, like, a bottle episode of basically that series. <laughs> uh, also, I do know that uh, the reason why Vin Diesel's not in Fast and Furious 2 is because he went to go make Riddick. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> All right, you know what? I'm going to give it to Riddick, uh, which moves it up to number 12. Crystal, how does Chronicles of Riddick compare to Animal Crossing New Leaf? Um, About as different of a game as it's possible to be. It's just a small, charming, idyllic village in the woods that you're the mayor of, and you guide your animal citizens to no real end, just to have a nice time forever. And also buy a lot of cool furniture. You make a nice town. You make yeah. a nice house. Catch some fish. Catch some bugs. You finish that. You you fill out the museum so everyone can have cultural uh, significance in their lives. Ride a boat while a frogman sings bad songs to you. He's a kappa. Yeah, he's a kappa. He's not a That's frog. That's true. Excuse he's, me. He's the kappa. There are frogs in that game. You're right. You're right. God, the frogs are so cute. And the, and the great thing about frogs is when it rains, everyone has umbrellas except for the frogs because they like the rain. Oh, that's good. That's a very good touch. Crystal, what's your vote? I mean, Riddick is kind of like Animal Crossing, except <laughs> it's set in a private prison where people are sold into slavery for specious reasons. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't so sound like Riddick. Animal Crossing. All right. All right. Chelsea. Animal Crossing. Yeah, Ashley? Yeah, Animal Crossing. It's one of my favorite games. Uh, Molly. Animal Crossing. Yeah, Animal Crossing takes it. <laughs> uh, which moves Chronicles of Riddick down to number 18. Uh, Molly, how... Do- oh, boy, Molly, you finally get to talk about this game. How does Chronicles of <laughs> Riddick compare to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild? The newest I- entry uh, in the Legend of Zelda franchise, critically acclaimed for its innovation and shake-up of the Zelda formula. 
Sure fucking is, ain't it? <laughs> sure is. <laughs> Uh, I don't listen. I'm not gonna do like a whole rant on this podcast. It's not gonna happen. I mean, I'm just, not here. Where? Uh, we have a panel for that. Other than I guess your Twitter account last year when it was relevant. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, I'm voting for Riddick, and also yeah. Breath of the. There's nothing. Ugh, fuck that game, man. Yeah, you just... you despise this game. <laughs> I I was watching Ashley play it the other day, and I was like, you know, some of this looks okay, but then I like remember that. Oh wait, there's only like two things to do total, and I'm like, yeah, eh, never mind. Yeah, I, I hear you, Ashley. I, I was just playing some Breath of the Wild, and I was like, man, that this game's good. Yeah. Uh, okay, so is that yeah, a so Zelda? I'm going for Zelda. All right, that's one for each, Chelsea. Um. Uh, has anyone else voted yet? I mean, uh, anyone not voted yet? Crystal hasn't. Crystal? Uh, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is one of the greatest video games ever made. <laughs> but I did not play it when I was 14. Right, sure. Which means I have imprinted onto Riddick more, so I will vote for it. Okay, or did Riddick okay. more imprint on you? Yeah, either way. Uh, all right, so that is two for Riddick, one for Zelda. Uh, Chelsea? Uh, Zelda. That ties it. Nah, I've got to decide this one, huh? Hmm. 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 Uh. Choose wisely, Luke. <laughs> uh. Zelda is a game that suffers a lot from not forcing you into an ending. So you keep playing it until you hate it. That's true to an extent, but I mean, the credits roll. Like, it gives you a goal at the start of the game, and then once you do that goal, the credits roll. I don't know about... Well, it gives you a goal at the start of the game, and then goes, but whatever. Well, yeah, but I like, like that I, part of it. You can do whatever. It doesn't matter. Whatever yeah. you do doesn't matter, because there's nothing here. Well, I'll Walk that's... through the fucking forest, I guess. Yeah, and then you can that's look nice. at the pretty trees. Like, I... Wow, great. I've never seen a tree before. Okay, we're going to have to talk about No Man's Sky... I actually like <laughs> Zelda for a lot of the same reasons as I like No Man's Sky. It's fun to just yeah. wander around and look at the pretty scenery. Yeah. Okay. I think Nier's we'll reputation, we'll Nier Automata's reputation, is greatly aided by the fact that it forces you into a what well, doesn't force you, but it strongly guides you towards a hard ending, so you don't uh-huh. just keep playing after that. You don't do all the boring bullshit side quests. Yeah. Unless you're really into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sure, I, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I do... I. What's up, Ashley? As someone who's been playing it and kind of maybe extending themselves farther than the game even suggests. Right. I'm, I've been trying to get all those shrines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, th- there is kind of like... Just kind of a... A mode I will get into with Breath of the Wild where I am just like, I'm just having a fucking chill experience. Yeah, exactly. It's a good, like, hiking simulator. And, like, yeah. I 100% get where Molly is coming from. Oh, absolutely I do. And I 100% understand. I don't think, I maybe don't think that that game, like, should have been, like, the this is the greatest game of all time. That, I'm like, confused as to why it was. I feel like more people should have had Molly's opinion about it. Yeah. Like, and I... simulator if it didn't fucking rain. <laughs> it's 
Sometimes it rains when you're hiking, and it sucks then, too, but, like... Uh... Like, and so I kind of went to that game with maybe a bit of a chip on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like... I, I knew already some stuff about it that I didn't like, and I'm like, ah, okay... I just want to see this. I loved Zelda as a kid, and this does some stuff that really changes it. Yeah. You know, from my nostalgia, which is, will obviously be the best thing in the world. Right, right, right. And I played it, and I eventually came to, like, on its own terms, which I think are still, like, good terms. Like, I'm not, like, lowering myself for it, I don't think. I don't right, feel, yeah, yeah. I feel like this game is maybe not giving me the best story experience it but it's giving oh, me God, ex- no. an experience that i think is like it, it's like it's the best parts of minecraft in a weird way yeah I, I get what you're saying with that yeah and like that's something i really enjoy and it's also just not going to be something that other people enjoy right my feeling on it is that i think breath of the wild is a pretty good game i think breath of the wild 2 is going to be fucking amazing because now they've laid all that groundwork and they can actually, like, do shit. Just like, you know, Ocarina of Time is pretty good, but Majora's Mask is a masterpiece. Uh, you only have three <laughs> night cycles to do everything, though. Oh, you got, but you can just reset time. It's, it's infinite. <laughs> wow, that sounds like a bad game for babies because you can't lose. You <laughs> 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 just let the time run out and then the apocalypse happens, so you very much can lose. Assassin's Creed Origins is a great competitor to Breath of the Wild. <laughs> you know why is that? Actually, yes. Uh, actually, a hundred percent. Because because it also has the kind of world you can just lose yourself in, huh? Like the that, Eminem that, like, song. Hmm. Like that is honestly hmm. the most I've ever been sold on Assassin's Creed Origins. That has a lot more desert in it. Sure, obviously. Which is, again, going to be not as big for some people. Right. But also I think the story in that is very good, and the fact also, and we're not talking about Assassin's Creed Origins right now, but... No. Like, the fact that it does a sad dad story where I'm like, okay, I buy this and I like this character still. I gotcha. Right, because yeah. Bayek is allowed to have emotions other than sad and mad. Yeah. Sure, like, yeah. He's, like, still a good dude, but he just... A fucked up thing happened to him, and he yeah. feels some anger about that, understandably. How anyway, many transphobic jokes does Riddick have oh, in it? Yeah. Oh, well. Hmm. Oh, boy. Uh, I haven't played it in some time. <laughs> like, uh, the thing, though, honestly, there may be some. Yeah, actually, I was going to say, yeah. like, the answer is probably more than zero. Yeah. <laughs> that is a prison game in, like, the 2000s. <laughs> yeah, it is yeah. that. Yikes. Anyway, I am voting Zelda. <laughs> Although, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that, that, that uh, note always should come up when talking about Zelda is that, yeah, a big chunk of that game is just fucking shitty. Like, a, f- a full quarter. A full one-fourth of that game. Yeah. A fourth yeah. of the critical path of that game yes, is fucking yes. terrible. Uh-huh. I agree. But I, I'm gonna vote for it anyway. Yeah, okay, whatever. Butcher Bay moves down to number 21. Crystal, how does it compare to you? Earthbound, the SNES JRPG. Where you play as a kid from the suburbs who's got to go on a quest across the land to save the world from the evil demon alien who's attacking it from the future. Oh, finally an easy one. Riddick. <laughs> okay, here's, here's the thing about Earthbound. No, here's the thing yeah, about Yeah, go Earthbound. for it. Uh-huh. Okay, here's, here's what grinds my gears. Right. Oh, great. People say, like, oh, it's so cool that when you're the high level, 
it'll just automatically play the battle. But actually, that sucks, because then you still have to go through, like, 20 seconds of this dumb battle animation that you can't even participate in. What are you talking about? No, you don't. You touch the bad guy in the overworld, then you get, like, a flash, and the enemy dies, and it just pops up a you-win screen and gives you XP. Flash mm, takes too long. It What? I didn't... <laughs> It takes, like, a second. It takes too long. <laughs> anyway, yes, uh, your your distaste for Earthbound is well documented on this podcast. Uh, Chelsea. Say Fuzzy Pickles. Yep, yep. Uh, Ashley. I've just been playing some Earthbound and I really like it, so I'm going to go with Earthbound. It's a charming little game. Uh, it's Molly. basically like, hey, here's a game for Ashley. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm for Riddick. Okay, why is that? Uh, knives. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Tech fair. Knives. I don't think anyone gets a knife in Earthbound. No, probably not. You also uh, get, like, a screwdriver in Riddick. That's you cool. might get a screwdriver in Earthbound. That you, one yeah, guy that, that. who is behind the, the arcade gets a knife. Mm, mm, yeah. Uh, actually, what does Paula fight with? Is it Paula, the girl? I think so. I think did she just fight her mind? Did she just have like psychic attacks? Okay, I mostly. But I, I, I think she also gets like a uh, a frying pan as a physical item, oh, okay. a physical okay. weapon. Right, because yeah, oh, she's a girl. Like, well, yeah, because Ness gets like bats and yo-yos. Paula maybe gets a frying pan. Uh, Pooh just fights with his hands, and Jeff has like bottle rockets and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like to, to the point I'm at, like. Paula is just, like, she is, like, the huge, like, side character. Like, oh, okay, you don't actually have her in your party yet. Yeah. I, You're yeah. trying to save her from the happy, happy village? Yep. Uh-huh. From the, from, yeah. Uh-huh. Man, that, <laughs> yeah. that game. Earthbound's a weird game. Uh, alright, so that's two and two. I'm gonna vote Earthbound. I love it. I'm sorry. But... Just a very quick thing. One of the things I'm liking about Earthbound a lot is it's very rare that you just get weird satires of America from, like, not America. That is true, Especially yeah, in yeah. video games. Yeah, because you're playing... The world. The game is set in Eagle Land. Uh, Crystal, how does Butcher Bay compare to Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney? Oh, boy. Butcher Bay is the better film. <laughs> okay. Crystal... Oh, not Crystal, Chelsea. Ace Crystal, attorney. please vote twice. <laughs> What'd you say, Chelsea? Ace Attorney. All right, Ashley. I mean, one Crystal is correct. That is. <laughs> I mean, Riddick sure. is the better movie than the Ace Attorney movie, which is not that great. Oh, uh, God. I forgot they made an Ace Attorney movie. <laughs> there's like one or two good bits, but. Yeah. Uh, they should have just had the cast of the uh, musicals. They also did an Ace Attorney anime, which blows. Yeah, not really a lot of good adaptations of... I, I saw it in, at Best Buy for like $50 for eight episodes, and I was like, oh, well, on one hand, that's very overpriced. On the other hand, they only got to sell like two of these to make back the show's budget, so I get it. <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, I'm still going to go with Ace Attorney for reasons previously stated. Yeah, okay. That's two for Ace Attorney. Uh, Molly. I'm voting for Riddick. Okay. Yeah, you, you seem like you're into Riddick, Molly. Um, I'm kind of into it. I've seen at least one of those movies. Okay, okay. Um, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am also into Riddick, but I'm going to say, I mean, Phoenix, like, it keeps bumping into games that I just love with all my heart. So I am going to vote Ace Attorney. 
which brings it down to number 23, the last game it's got to go up against. Uh, Molly, how's it fair against Tekken 7? Um, it's better than Tekken. Okay. Ashley? I'll, yeah, I'll say it's better than Tekken. All right. Chelsea? Tekken. And Crystal? Riddick. All right. Riddick takes it and is placed at number 23, directly above Tekken 7, directly below Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. The Jim Carrey number. I was 23. Oh, right. Yes, because he did that movie. The Dr. Pepper number. Ashley, (laughs) I assume you've seen the number 23. Of course I have. Yeah, how was it? It's horrible. (laughs) It's the worst Jim Carrey movie I've seen, which is saying something. Oh, boy, yeah. What's the second worst? Um, hmm. Like, a lot. Like, I probably should say Ace and, like... Uh, Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just, I mean, yeah. Hey, if you want a real rough movie... Yeah, speaking of transphobic jokes... I really liked that movie as a kid. Yeah, a lot of people did. A lot of people still do, because they haven't reevaluated it. I was talking to someone recently... Now, do you remember like, the part in Ace Ventura 2 where the... It, it, the the part... <laughs> he gets that's born? That's all anyone ever talks about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where he I remember out of a butthole. It's a really funny part. Uh, I remember I was watching that movie with my dad, and I think it was the first time I'd ever seen that movie. Yeah. And this is just again something that like says a lot about who my dad is as a person. Yeah. Uh, and we were watching it, and my dad had seen the movie, and he's like, "Oh, you got to see this part. It's really funny." Yeah. And it was the, that part, the part where he comes out of the rhino, like the fake rhino. And they cut it so it's just the face of the family and, like, sound effects. Like, they cut out all of it. Oh. And my dad was like, this is bullshit. And then got up and then went, came back from Blockbuster with the movie. <laughs> and then, I like, to say, is it, a, is it a fake rhino in the movie? It's a fake rhino in the movie. Oh, okay. All right. I always, okay. I haven't seen the movie. Okay, no, so he... The way people talk about it, I thought he just climbed out of a real rhino's asshole. No, so he has, like, he's spying on someone using a fake rhino. I see. And then he gets caught in there, and it's very hot, so he takes off all of his clothes. Right, okay. And then he, like, I just need to get out of here, and so he busts through the back. I see. And then there's a family watching him in videotape, and I was like, oh, it's the miracle of birth. Okay. That's that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> it's a very. You should funny be clear game. that Ace Ventura Two is not any less problematic than Ace Ventura. Oh sure. no! All right, our next game is the Elder Scrolls for Oblivion. The first oh, Elder Scrolls. What's that? Oh, Oblivion. Yeah, the first Elder Scrolls game for the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 consoles. You play as some dude who's in a jail and i think the king dies and then you gotta go on an adventure because oblivion gates have opened i don't actually know anything about oblivion some there's some shivering aisles at some point that's about all i know (laughs) crystal (laughs) help me out here yeah it's set in the mystical land of uh tamriel okay where you can play as uh one of ten races Okay. And you can go on an adventure. You can join the Mages Guild, right. or the Fighters Guild, or the Arena Guild, or the right. Thieves Guild, or the Which Assassin's the only one ever, Guild. Only one anyone ever talks about is Thieves Guild. Or, or you can help 
uh, uh, the king's son become the king by turning into a dragon and killing the Satan. Okay, turning into a that dragon. That's true. That does cool. happen. Now, the main I didn't play this game. Uh, the thing I remember a lot of people not liking about it was the Oblivion Gates thing, which sounds to me like, from what I understand, it's just kind of a big long gauntlet of enemies. Is that accurate? Kinda. Like, yes, but really you only have to do, out. like, two of those. Oh, really? People treat yeah. it like it's the main thing of that game. There are a lot of them in the game, but you sure. don't have to do them. I see. Okay. Um, so, all right, Crystal, we talked about Fallout 4 a few weeks ago, and we were mm-hmm. all pretty down on Fallout 4. But uh, yeah. I was down on it from the perspective of, I don't like Fallout 3 or Skyrim or any Bethesda-developed game that I've played, and this just feels like another one of those as someone that feels that way, what would like? Is there something you would say that like would make me think that Oblivion is like better than the ones I've tried? I would say this is a game that's pretty difficult to go back to if it did okay. not imprint on you by you playing it at fourteen. Okay. Yeah, that's I was fair. gonna ask: Is this like a case of this is the first one you played of these? Oh yes. Okay. Sure. Okay. Okay. Listen, yeah, I I liked Fallout, Fallout Three for... for a very long time, so. Yeah. I understand. My issue with Fallout 4 is that, like, they tried to make a Bioware game, and yeah. they were bad at it, and it also took away from the Bethesda elements, sure. so it's just, like, a bad version of two styles of games. I see. Yeah. Uh, but Oblivion is a game that, much like Breath of the Wild, it's very easy to just, like, go hiking and lose yourself in the good music and, at the time, graphics. Yeah, see, that was something that really struck me with Breath of the Wild. So we talked about it a lot this time already. I really enjoy just wandering around in that game. I hate wandering around in Skyrim, and I'm not positive on what the distinction that is. That is fucking... There is stuff in Oblivion to find. Like... <laughs> I love how mad that opinion makes Molly. <laughs> the cities in Oblivion are quite good. Yeah. yeah, they're pretty cool. Better than yeah. Skyrim's. Okay, yeah, because I was going to say, the cities in yes. Skyrim are not great. No, the Skyrim city sucks. The Oblivion cities are good. Okay, from, okay. From what I've seen of Oblivion, because I've seen a bit of it, like, it seems a lot weirder than Skyrim. Okay, that's a like, selling point. Like, aren't there like, those weird, like, huge things, like, the that, like, carry you around? Like, the fast travel? No, you're thinking of Morrowind. Oh, you're thinking okay. of Morrowind. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> I'm sorry I gave you hope. <laughs> no, Oblivion is the one that's based on Lord of the Rings. Oh. And a lot of people didn't like it, but I did. Okay. So is then Skyrim just like a Game of Thrones? I... It, it, it's Norse. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, it's boring Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Damn. I mean, you could talk shit about Skyrim all you want. That's fine. Okay, okay. You can craft your own spells. Okay. That's yeah, fun. you can make your own spells in Oblivion. It's very good. Cool. Uh, well, let's get to the placing, I guess. Uh, let's see here. Crystal, how does Oblivion compare to game number 190, Neo Geo Cup 98 plus color? A soccer game for the Neo Geo Pocket color. Oh, Oblivion's much better. Okay. Uh, Chelsea, how about you? Um, I'm really charmed by Neo Geo Cup. Yeah? Okay. All right, so that's one for each. Ashley. I'm going to go with Oblivion. Okay, Molly. Oblivion. Yeah. 
All right, that moves Oblivion up to the top half of the list. Molly, how does it compare to Final Fantasy XV, the high fantasy sort of kind of futury game where four four boys go on a, a limo, not a limo, a convertible cruise down the highway to save the world, probably. I don't know. I didn't get very far in it. Um, Here's the thing is that uh, when I was... But a but a wee child. Yeah, I was staying over at a friend's house, and it was very soon after the 360 came out. Yeah, and yeah. I think Oblivion was a launch title. Yeah, it was. Um, or it was very close and, to the very least. Yeah, because I'm an anxious baby, I did not sleep very well at other people's houses. Um, so eventually, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna play this video game." Okay. Um, and I don't remember sleeping that night because I just played a bunch of fucking Oblivion. Wow. Okay. Uh, and that game is really good and left a very lasting impression uh so i'm gonna go with oblivion okay all right that's all that's all valid ashley uh i mean you know my counterpoint is that final fantasy 15 does have that cold open where the convertible has broken down and they're all just pushing it down the highway while stand by me plays which is a very good moment that is good i have heard that that game just kind of like it becomes not about a road trip it kind of, yeah unfortunately like and so that's like I the thing I re- I did really like the concept of a like hey this is like a fantasy world and this is like a Final fantasy world which is all weird but yeah. we're just gonna have a fucking road trip movie in it yeah like that's a cool concept but like I don't know if that game delivers on it it does yeah. oh, oh all right Crystal says it does and also I don't like Final Fantasy is a very good game I also I don't like Final Fantasy so okay. I'm gonna go with Morrowind we're not voting <laughs> Morrowind. <laughs> Morrowind. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's two for Oblivion. Chelsea? <coughs> Oblivion. Oblivion. Okay. Are you are you okay? <laughs> yeah, are you alright? Are you dying? <coughs> oh god. I think she's good. <laughs> okay. Crystal? Oblivion. Alright, Oblivion takes it and moves up to number 47. Crystal, how does Oblivion compare to Horde, a former number one video game? You're, it's like a weird uh, multiplayer game where you're dragons on like a game board, and you're flying around and trying to raise other dragons' villages and steal their gold. Horde is a fantastic PSP game, but it's not as good as Oblivion. Okay. All right, that's one for Oblivion. Chelsea, are you still with us? Uh, Horde. Okay. It's one for each. Ashley. Uh, Horde does look super interesting, and we've talked about it a lot over the course yeah. of this whole series. Right. But I I do think that, like, Oblivion is trying for a lot of things. Sure. That even if it isn't, like, hitting the mark on all of them, yeah. which, I, I think it is, like, a big step forward and needs to yeah. even be. So I'm going to go with uh, Battlespire. Elder Scrolls Battlespire, yeah. I don't even know what that one is. Uh, yeah, oh, sorry, I got the name on. Uh, Redguard, sorry. I don't know any of these names. Battlespire is the one where you're in the spaceship, and Redguard's on the one where you're a swashbuckling. Swashbuckler. What? Okay, whatever. <laughs> the buckling buckler is my favorite Amory Wars character. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say, too, Oblivion is, uh... 
the like one of the first games to introduce microtransactions, and there was a lot of discourse about it at the time. Well, I don't think it was microtransactions as much as just DLC. Well, but uh, except for and like also a, it was like horse a buck armor. Fifty for horse armor or whatever. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I, I remember when that came out because I was like, I was listening to a podcast and they were like, I can't believe this that that right. like how fucking long ago how naive were we right that, yeah because now i look at that i'm like yeah, that's about right more than that for the chance at horse armor i think the horse armor was a full five dollars though God, that's a lot of money, at the bro. time i do believe it was five full dollars <laughs> i remember th- on april fool's day they doubled the price <laughs> that's good that's a good joke Bethesda oh. kind of has a sense of humor sometimes. Sure, uh-huh. but no, the the discourse at the time was like, you know, the horse armor maybe isn't so bad, but this is going to pave the way for things right, that are much worse. Precedent. Which is yeah. completely right. Yes, well, completely yes. Right. I remember also that like the horse armor didn't do anything. Right, it was, was a cosmetic thing. Yeah, like that. Which was again, a big... these days you'll pay about that much money for a random chance at a cosmetic item. Also, your fucking the horses in that game were not sturdy. They died all the fucking time, yeah. even with horse armor. Sucked. <laughs> Molly, how are you voting? I vote for Oblivion. Okay, so Oblivion takes it, moves up the list to number twenty-three. Uh, Molly, how does it compare to? Oh, the Chronicles of Riddick Escape from Butcher Bay. Oblivion is better. All right, hands down. Ashley. Hmm, I'm probably gonna go with Riddick. Okay, that's one for each. Uh, Chelsea- I mean, nope. Daggerfall's great, but Riddick. Sure, yeah. Everyone loves Daggerfall. Uh, Chelsea? Oblivion. Oblivion. Uh, all right, that's two for Oblivion. Uh, Crystal? Oblivion. Two of your favorites, head to head. And you didn't have any difficulty choosing which one you liked more. All right, uh, Oblivion moves up to number 11. Uh-oh, getting close. Uh, Crystal, how does Oblivion compare to Thief, the Dark Project, otherwise known as Thief Gold, uh, a first-person immersive sim that was a seminal entry in 3D stealth games? Uh, Oblivion. I mean, they made Thief in Oblivion. Basically. Basically. Uh, Kinda. I guess? Uh, Chelsea. Thief. Okay, it's one for each. Ashley. I'm gonna go with Thief. Okay, Molly. Uh, I'm going to go with Oblivion. Okay, so that ties it. Um, Alec, are you aware of the pun in Oblivion's title? The Elder Scrolls for... Like like the Elder Scrolls for Oblivion? Like that's what the Elder Scrolls are for? No, no, the Elder Scrolls for... The Elder Scrolls IV, OBL, IV, ION. What? Like the Roman numeral four. Right. Oh, you're saying they just It's picked, not really a pun. They just picked a word that had an IV in it. Right, right in the center. That's not I'm They vo- really could have picked any Pokemon. I am voting for Thief on the weakness of that pun alone. <laughs> also not really a pun as <laughs> I am like a, pretty it's sure like a visual pun. I was ready to like maybe measure these things and try and like Give Oblivion a fair shake, but no, you just tanked that idea. I would, I would say that Oblivion probably has a better thieving storyline than Thief Gold does. I don't even know what the story of Thief is. The in Oblivion, you join the Thieves Guild and eventually go on to steal an Elder Scroll. 
which okay. means that you rewrite history so you are the greatest thief of all time I mean, and that... replace the old Gray Fox. See, that is cool, but I'm thinking about, like, the controls of playing Skyrim and how much I hate them and how they can't possibly be better in Oblivion. They kind of were. And I vote for Thief. Also, Thief has dinosaurs. Okay, yeah. It seems like Thief really takes it on most fronts. Right, because Oblivion doesn't Oblivion have dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I've typed a W into the program. It is too late to argue. <laughs> Again, Crystal ruined it with that Oblivion thing. <laughs> How dare uh, you blame Crystal for this on her own? No, it's birthday. like it's like when you when the game starts up, it like it zooms right. in on the IV in Oblivion and then zooms out to reveal okay. the full title. Sure. Anyway, so it moves down to number seventeen. Uh, Crystal, how does Oblivion compare to Resident Evil for the PlayStation? This is an early survival horror game where you're a cool special forces unit sent in to the, discover the dark mysteries of a mansion owned by the Umbrella Corporation. Because it turns out they made a bunch of zombos in the basement. Whoopsie. Hey, remember when uh, Oblivion. Resident Evil did that? Like, did the evil, like, like the like Resident Evil, but it was the Roman numerals? That was yeah, cool. that was great when they did it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> great. Because ah. then in, in Japan, with Biohazard, they made, like, part of the Z into a 7. It was good. Chelsea, how do you vote? Uh, Resident Evil. All right, that's one for each. Ashley? Uh, I didn't. I've never played either of these games, but I did re- read a Resident Evil novelization. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with Resident Evil. Why? Oh, listen, <laughs> Luke. I, we don't need fucking reasons on this podcast. <laughs> right, that's that's two for Resident Evil, Molly. Oblivion. Yeah, that ties it. I'm I'm gonna go Oblivion. I don't really like the first Resident Evil. Other than it's fun to say the title in the 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 way they say the it. The Resident Evil Four voice. And it does have that FMV. Mm, wait a second, forgot about the FMV. Luke. But they got live action actors in like a shitty like green room. It's so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, but mm, all right, fine. Oblivion, fine. Uh, which it's moves a better game? Oblivion up to number fourteen. Uh, Molly, how does Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion compare to Maple Story? Oh, don't do this to me. <laughs> oh, no. That I I don't really know anything about. <laughs> but people I like was, it. I was in the Maple Story beta. Yeah. Back oh, in, wow. Back in 20, 2003, I yeah, think. Back in aught 3. <laughs> yeah, back in aught 3. Oh, no. Two of my faves. Yeah. Um. Maple Story, but also Maple Story is just the worst grinding experience okay. ever. Okay. And if you die, you lose like 10% of the experience you've gained. Can you level down? No, you can't level down. Okay, because that's the thing in Final go- Fantasy XI is that if you died too much, you would level down. That is bonkers. <laughs> um, no, you can't level down, but you would lose. Because Maple Story is not an easy game to level up in. Mm-hmm. And then if you die and they take that away from you, it's like, why am I playing this video game? Right. Uh, I'm going to go with Oblivion. Okay. Okay. Ashley? Um, hmm. I really know. No, I have no experience with either of these games. Great. Uh, 
I'm gonna go with Oblivion. All right, that's two for Oblivion. Chelsea. Uh. Chelsea, I think Maple Story was one Maple of Story. your birthday games, right? I I was looking at Tumblr. Oh, sorry. Uh, Maple Story. <laughs> Great. Okay. Crystal. I think these games are actually quite similar in that they both thrive entirely on the basis of their very good music and visuals and atmosphere. Okay. But Maple Story is an MMO and Oblivion right. is single player, so I'll vote yeah. for Oblivion. Man. Maple Story does have some bops in it. Yeah, I mean, you did just say like that last part you said Crystal does, yeah. Alright, Oblivion. Oblivion has fantastic music that is inspired by the composer. Uh, almost dying in a car crash and learning Jesus. to appreciate life more. All right, and making music to reflect that uh, that newfound optimism. Well, that's a story. so he kind of he kind of went the opposite way of Stephen King, where he wasn't like, "I'm going to murder the person in my books who ran over me." Right. Uh, all right. Let's see here, Crystal. How does Oblivion compare to Animal Crossing New Leaf? Oblivion has better animal people. Oh, wow. Big claims. Oh, Chelsea. New Leaf. Yeah, that's one for New Leaf. Uh, Ashley. New Leaf. Okay. Molly. I'm going to be real with you. Yeah. I like Oblivion more. Hey, you're allowed Oblivion's to. Oblivion's a better game than Animal Crossing. You're allowed to. That ties it up, and I'm voting Animal Crossing. Yeah, I know, but. Khajiit. Just saying. Yeah. All right, uh, that moves Oblivion down to the last game to be ranked against. Is this the game I think it is, Chelsea? Polar Alarm? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, Molly, how does uh, Oblivion compare to Polar Alarm, a German video game based on, if I remember right, a German TV show mm -hmm. uh, where the whole thing is you are the host of the TV show in a weird, surreal, isometric world and you really gotta pee, and you have to like maneuver through this crazy environment to find the bathroom. You have to like drink a lot of beer, but drinking a right. lot of beer uh, makes you have to pee. Yes, the translation of polar alarm is urine alert. Also true, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you're an alert yeah. pretty yeah, your job is to drink until Dr. Frost arrives you'll get credits for each drink but the more you drink the more you feel like urinating uh, you'll find yourself running to the next bathroom some, yeah yeah. so you, you gotta find a place to pee I am voting for Oblivion okay weirdo Ashley I'm trying to find a, like anything about this game yeah it's hard to find here. I've got the movie games page pulled up uh, I did just find a screenshot that just say that just said, that, not the game of just a random thing that just say yeah. urine chemicals warn crabs of danger. <laughs> mm. So I'm getting some enjoyment out of that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll go with Oblivion. All right, let's do for Oblivion, Chelsea. Polar Alarm. Crystal. Oblivion. I'm also voting Polar Alarm, but we're outvoted. <laughs> And Oblivion takes it and is placed at lucky number 13, directly above Polar Alarm, directly below Animal Crossing. Congratulations, Oblivion. for Oblivion. <laughs> Man, directly this game between... is a lot. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> for Oblivion. 
All right. Congratulations, Skyrim for Switch. <laughs> All right. Oh, I thought we were in our last game, but we got two to go yet. Oof. All right, let's go. Our fourth game is Tales from the Borderlands. Uh, made by Telltale Games. You could say it's Telltales from the... Crystal, what's wow, this game great like? One. What's it about? Tell us some more. Well, it is an uh, adventure game, mm -hmm. sort of an, an interactive film, if you will. Sure. Where you have to do some quick time events. You have to make some right. dialogue choices, occasionally yeah. walk around, solve a few puzzles. Mm -hmm. And it makes, it actually makes the Borderlands universe super interesting and has really endearing characters and is funny, but also like has good uh, dramatic character interactions and fantastic uh, intros. Yeah, I've heard like the opening credits of each uh, chapter are very good. They're uh, quite good. Okay, yeah. Uh, I, I have heard a lot of positive things about this particular video game, even from people that don't like Telltale games and especially from people that don't like Borderlands games. Uh, it seems like they did a good job with it. But I got nothing else. It sounds good. I need to play it. I haven't yet, though. I guess let's place it, because I'm getting nothing from anybody. Yeah, well, I mean, we gotta place the game. I know Chris likes it. Okay, alright. Uh, we're starting at game number 190. Uh, are we, like, doing this as a whole, or are we doing a particular episode? No, we're doing it as a whole. Okay. That's that's the rule with episodic games. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Crystal, how does Tales from the Borderlands compare to Sudden Strike 2, a World War II uh, RTS with a big focus on maintaining supply lines to the front line? Now, Luke, should we start by breaking this against Back to the Future? No. If we had placed a Borderlands game, we would start with that. Because okay. they're they're different franchises, even though they play the same and are made by the same company. I'm voting for Borderlands. Okay, uh, Chelsea. Uh, I didn't hear the other thing. Sudden Strike Two. Uh, skip me for a minute. <laughs> All right, Ashley. Uh, I'm gonna go with Borderlands. All right, Molly. I'll go with Borderlands. Okay. Uh, that wraps it up. But Chelsea, do you want to voice an opinion before we move on? Probably not. All right. <laughs> Moving up to number 95. Um, trying to really get like a good radio voice going on with the rankings. Like, Moving up to number 95, we've got... Oh, great. Molly, how, how does Tales from the Borderlands compare to Geo Safari? This was... Like, uh, are you that? wanting me to hate you more? Is this like <laughs> how this works? <laughs> Molly, how does Tales from the Borderlands compare to Geo Safari? This is a game packaged in with Microsoft Bob, a thing that's like slightly too old for any of us to remember by like a year or two. Which which number is it? I'm sorry. Number ninety five. Ninety five. Okay, I just want to look at it. Real yeah, quick. Uh, this is a geography trivia game. Um, that I got like that's it. It just asks you multiple choice questions about world geography. Okay, I'm gonna vote for Borderlands. <laughs> All right. Why is this so high? I don't know. <laughs> we just placed it, like, last episode of the one before, and I don't know why it's so high. Is it, Were people just thinking about Carmen San Diego? I don't think so. I mean, it's, it's a good game. E sure. <laughs> Ashley? Yeah, I was about to say that this sounds like Where in the World's Carmen San Diego, but with much less acapella. 
With less acapella and less cool ladies in trench coats. Much and definitely less rockapella. <laughs> that was the name of the band. It was, yes. I'm gonna go with Borderlands. Alright. <laughs> Chelsea. Uh Geo Safari. Alright. Crystal. I'm gonna vote for Borderlands because it doesn't nearly create an international incident by not supporting the one China policy. Oh, that's right. We did get into that. <laughs> it recognized the nation of Taiwan at a time when that was controversial. <laughs> I believe it still is, Luke. Yeah. Is I don't know. No, Listen. that shit's still going on. It's bad. Okay. I don't know. I'm a dipshit. That's why I'm hosting a video game podcast. <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right. In that case, Tales from the Borderlands moves up. Oh, boy. <laughs> Crystal. How does it compare to game number 47, Bionic Commando 2009? Oh, boy. An action game reboot of the classic Bionic Commando. You play as Spencer, a guy with a robo-arm who's got to save the world? Sure. Uh, well, you know, grappling, hooking around with his robo-arm that contains the soul of his dead wife. Arf, wife, arm. Uh uh, Molly is a dear beloved friend of mine. Sure. But uh-huh. it's my birthday, so I'm going to vote for my game. Damn. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I I would expect you to. Uh, Chelsea? Wife Arm. All right, Ashley. Yeah, I'm going to go with Wife Arm. Okay, Molly? Uh, I, I'm voting for Bionic Commando. I also need yeah. everybody to know that there's a girl character in that game mm-hmm. uh, who has bionic legs, and she has husband legs. His yeah. Her dead husband is in those legs. Oh, right. So... <laughs> yeah, I know. On top of that, it's got a, a lot of dead sp- spouses, spouses. You know, uh, and they all, they, they, yeah, you know spouse. I, why shove I was gonna a, say spices. <laughs> why, sh- why shove a loved one into a refrigerator when you can shove them into a bionic limb? Honestly, and then do like Tales cool. from the Borderlands has Handsome Jack living in your eyeball. That sounds like the fucking worst because Handsome Jack sucks. <laughs> yeah, like that's not a so, selling point. Like. Like, they actually make him good. Yeah. Like, this sure. is what I'm saying. Like, I don't give a shit about Borderlands. Borderlands it has terrible writing, but Tales from the Borderlands somehow manages to redeem all of it. Hey, Crystal, I do, I do want to say I'm voting Borderlands, but we're outvoted. <laughs> I do want to say... I do want to know... Yeah, for, I, that, yeah go ahead. Go ahead, Ashley. I go think ahead. we're about to say the same thing. No, we're not. Okay. I was... Lately, I was, like, talking with Molly, something about Borderlands came up, and I was like, I don't know, like, I, the gameplay of Borderlands is kind of fun, but, like, the writing, and yeah. Molly's like, I, I like Borderlands, and I'm like, yeah, but, like, 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 despite the writing, and Molly just looked at me like, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a well-known liker of bad things. Yeah, that um, is true. That said, trying to play Borderlands the pre-sequel, there was a point where I was just so appalled by the goings-on that I just quit. Great. I stopped playing it. Good. It was. It disgusted me to a point where I just couldn't play anymore. Fantastic. I kind of want to ask. We can talk about it later. Yeah. Yeah. We probably should get into it here. Uh, all right. Well, in that case, uh, Borderlands does move down uh, to number. Uh, what was it? Seventy-one. Uh, and I just closed the list like a dipshit. One second. Good job, Luke. Seventy-one is Fighting Fantasy Death Trap Dungeon. It sure is. Uh, if I remember right, this game is a mobile uh, revival of a choose-your-own-adventure type game 
the I think the original book version had like an actual like stat sheet in the front page that you were supposed to keep track of throughout the book, uh, which is obviously a little easier when you digitize it. Uh, yeah, let's see. This is a, an adaptation of game book number six from 1984. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's literally. If you play as the Amazon Red Lotus or the barbarian Chain Dog. Ooh. You know, I yeah. was ready to vote for Borderlands, and then you said Chain Dog, and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> now hold on. <laughs> yeah, so it is. It is literally like a choose your own adventure book, except it has dice rolls and stats that you're supposed to keep track of while you read through the book. That's kind of cool. It's a neat gimmick. Yeah. Uh, cool and yeah, this idea. is like an iPad version of it. So, uh, Molly, how does that compare to Tales in the Borderlands? Uh, I'm still voting for Tales of the Borderlands. All right, uh, Ashley. Uh, just very quickly, the only experience, one of the only experiences I have with a uh, Choose Your Own Adventure book is I believe I had a Choose Your Own Adventure book of the Metal Gear game. Oh, wow. Okay. It, I, I'm pretty sure, because we had a, and not like Metal Gear Solid. No, no, no. Yeah, Metal Gear. Because we had a like collection of books that were based on like NES games, but they were like novelizations but they were choose your own adventure novelizations man that's kind of cool actually uh, so i and then i didn't know that any of these were games though i just thought that they were like choose your own adventure books yeah uh but anyway the, it just it was very weird to then hear the name metal gear in a like video game capacity yeah definitely uh anyway borderlands Okay. Uh, yeah, that's two for Borderlands. Chelsea. Fighty Fantasy. Okay. Uh, Crystal. Tales from the Borderlands is the new MGS2. That That is what that uh, a friend of people here tweeted. That is true. Do you stand by that evaluation? Yes. All right, sure. All right, Tales from the Borderland wins. I was going to say, it's kind of an evolution of what Final Fighting Fantasy did. It's, you know, a choose-your-own-adventure book, but interactive. All right, so Tales from the Borderlands moves up to number 59. Uh, Crystal, how does it compare to Darkened Sky, (laughs) the GameCube, and I think think PS2 game, where you're uh, a magical lady in a magical land who has to save the world from great evil uh, with the power of uh, Skittles. Literally the candy Skittles. And I was wrong, it's only on GameCube. Damn. Uh, as much as I like Sky of Lenora, a sexy warrior hero adventure goddess with a smart mouth. Wait, where I'm is it vote called for that? Uh, it's in the Moby Games description. Oh, okay. I was also going to read it if Crystal didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah, here we go. Yes, I see it. <laughs> uh, notably, uh, one of the notes, the, the, the person that making this game, uh, writing this game, wrote a script for it that was just ridiculous because it was a fucking Skittles game. And she was like, fuck it, I'm just going to go nuts. And one of the only notes she got back was she needed to take all the snakes out. <laughs> Because they didn't like snakes at the Skittles Corporation. Sure. Protect the danger noodles. (laughs) Alright, so that's one vote for uh, Tales from the Borderlands. Chelsea? Uh, uh, Skittles. Okay, that's two, or no, that's one for each. Ashley? Uh, I'm gonna go with Tails. Okay, and Molly? I'll go with Tails. You're all cowards. (laughs) You sure? Yes. 
All right. Uh, Tales from the Borderlands moves up to number 53. Uh, Molly, how does it compare to Klo Manager Spurmir Das Liedvunkat? This is a foreign language game. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Toilet Manager. Yeah, from Scandinavia. It is a competitive toilet management simulator. You and your opponents all are the custodians in charge of public bathrooms and are competing to have the cleanest public bathrooms, which sometimes involves going over to their bathrooms and sabotaging them. You also need to supply your visitors with toilet paper, which also comes in several quality classes from normal paper to silk. (laughs) It is maybe the best toilet management game ever made. I, yeah, I would believe that. Um, I'm gonna just go ahead and vote for Borderlands. All right. Actually. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Borderlands. That's two for Borderlands. Chelsea? Uh, the toilets. Yeah. Uh, Crystal. Remember when this game was at, like, 13? Yeah, it was very high when it first got placed. Uh, Tales. All right, Tales in the Borderlands takes it again. You're all cowards. It's the, kind of the problem with placing real games, like real <laughs> games that I've played in real life, <laughs> rather than like placing fake games. Because, like, listen, if this was the game I was placing right now, yeah. oh, you bet your ass I'd shoot that thing to the top. <laughs> but it, it's not. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's right. no stakes. Uh, That moves uh, Tales in the Borderlands up to number 50. Crystal, how does it compare to Pokemon Yellow version, uh, the objectively best Generation 1 Pokemon game? (sighs) Tales is better. Okay. Chelsea? Uh, Pokemon. Okay. Ashley? Getting a tweet. Uh, Pokemon, yeah. That that was the the one Pokemon game I played. Oh, wow. Okay. All right, let's do for Pokemon Molly. I'm gonna have to go with Pokemon. All right, Pokemon takes it, uh, which uh, moves Borderlands down to number 51. Molly has compared to a Dark Room, a browser-based uh, idle game slash... No, no, it's not really a clicker, it's just an idle game, uh, where you start off with just a dark room, and eventually you can start a fire, and then you can fan the fire, and then some other people show up because, hey, there's a fire... And before you know it, you've built an entire village community in the middle of the dark, dark woods. Um, that's cute, but I'm going to vote for Borderlands. Yeah, all right. Ashley. I kind of like a dark room. I'm going to go with that. Yeah, it's kind of like a not, like, it's the version of Candy Box that's not a comedy. Uh, all right, that's one for each. Chelsea. Dark room. Okay. And Crystal. A dark room is fantastic, but it's not as good as Tails. Okay. Uh, That means that Tales from the Borderlands is placed at number 51, uh, directly above a dark room, directly below Pokemon Yellow. Uh, Congratulations on making it to the top 100, just shy of the top 50. Damn. Yeah. We have one last game to place. On possibly one of the weirdest days to place it, because they just released a bunch of new content for it that I don't think anyone's played yet. Yeah, not really. I played the video game earlier but i didn't get to like any content yeah we are talking about no man's sky wait who's sky uh no man's okay. no man's i guess who's that lady from lord of the rings yeah so this is no a man. feminist game it's her it's her sky 
Uh, so, back. everyone in the game is a they. All right, that is true. <laughs> back at some point in the recent past, the little company named Hello Games said we're making a space adventure, and they showed some stuff of a guy wandering around on a planet and hopping in a spaceship and flying into space. It was all seamless. He got into a space battle. He shot his way through like a meteor and made it a donut so we could fly through the middle of it. And everyone lost their fucking minds. Except me, because I could tell that it was like everyone was inventing a game that never got promised or existed. Wow, Luke, you're so smart. I'm very smart. <laughs> now, Luke, you're right, and I, I also had a similar reaction, but they also did straight up lie about some features. They did straight up lie about a few things. They were asked repeatedly if the game had multiplayer, and they did say... Well, it's a real big galaxy, so you're probably not going to bump into anyone. Implying that you could bump into someone, which you could not. Yeah, it is that's a not a good way to game. go about It's okay, because they let her incorporate that into the story. Oh, did they? Okay. I, yeah, because they eventually released an expansion that added a whole bunch of story content that I haven't seen yet, but you have said it's very good. Um, it's quite good. It's very meta. Divorcing this game from, A, all of the dumb uh like fan overhype and b the lies they told about it and uh-huh. also see like how weird sony was about it right because as soon as this game came out sony was like ah eh, you know fuck them they <laughs> boy those guys sucked right we weren't responsible in any way for how much they sucked like they were definitely like we're putting you on our all of our shows yeah like we're giving you a the big like, as big a platform as you can. Almost everyone involved in No Man's Sky was at least a little bit of a jerk, from the people that made it to the people that marketed it to the people that played it. Uh, I, I've read <laughs> a recent interview with Sean Murray, and he seems... Like, he's like, well, <laughs> fucked up bad. Yeah, he's definitely... Yeah. And, and he's kind of talking about they've, they've gone very quiet since the game's come out, and have just sort of... Uh, without any real press hype, they've just been pumping out updates and free expansions to the game. Like, substantial expansions that would normally cost money, and they've been putting them out for free in a way that, I think at this point, they have pretty well made amends for any wrong they did. I mean, people are still angry about them and still sending them death threats. Right, but those people are trash people. Like, the death threats were never acceptable, even when they were in the wrong. Uh, I just was listening to some Waypoint, uh, and they were talking about how people were angry about, like, oh, the clouds look different in the trailer for this yeah. expansion that they do in yeah. the real game. And so, like, the guy, like, went and bought, like, an Xbox One X. Yeah. So, like, maybe that is, like, maybe they recorded on that, and that's what makes it look so good. Right. Uh, but, yeah, uh, divorced from all of that, like, expectation setting this game is just you're a person you never see yourself uh because the first person game your ship has crashed on some planet well now you now you see yourself well you do now yeah yeah uh your ship's crashed on a planet and you have no food or supplies and you have to scavenge this planet for materials to fix your spaceship and then you can explore the star system you crashed in uh, to get a more powerful spaceship with a warp drive, and from there you can hop from uh, star system to star system, exploring, mostly just kind of looking around. The base game had a very simple story about like 
Every now and then, there would be these, like, planet-sized obsidian diamonds in space that looked really cool. And you'd go in there, and there'd be, like, a weird god voice in there talking to you. And uh, I never finished that storyline, so I'm not sure how it wrapped up. I think, doesn't it something where, like, it makes a planet somewhere in the galaxy based on, like, what you do? Is that accurate? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is neat. Um, and, uh, yeah, other than that, you just kind of fly around. They said that, like... The goal of the game would be to get to the center of the galaxy, but A, that's extremely hard, and B, there's nothing fucking there. So, again, they weren't very honest when they marketed this game. Uh, But, yeah, it's just, you fly around in a ship, you look at some cool procedurally generated aliens, and you just have a chill time. You put on some vaporwave music, and you fly in low atmosphere. Uh, Yeah, let's place it. Yeah, I was really into the original version of this game because it is so, like, lonely and meditative and there's no reason to stay in any one place or hoard resources or anything like that. Right, they added, like, base building to it, so there is, like, a reason to do that kind of thing now. Right, I was very skeptical when they started adding stuff like that because I thought, oh, this is just going to become another checklist open world game. Uh Uh-huh. But the the way they couch it in the story is very good. Okay. The original version had these, like, text adventure elements to it. Right, yeah. That? You would, like, land on a yeah. planet and find some, like, ruin or something, and you'd get a little text adventure thing. And those were really cool. Although I will say, I think we've talked about this before, Crystal. One of the things that really broke the spell of that game for me was the very first time I got to repeat one of those. And it was like, oh, right, like, of course, of course they don't have, you know a trillion different one of these for every planet, but, like, traveling thousands of light years and finding an identical copy of a thing I already saw was really, like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, there weren't nearly enough of them. Yeah. Uh, but the the writing in the Atlas Rising expansion has a lot more of that stuff, and it's good. That's cool. And it also does give the game uh, a more definite ending where you can just kind of walk away from it, like near. Okay, cool. Uh, All right, well, Crystal, it is up against first uh, game number 190, which is Ancients 1 Death Watch for DOS, a fantasy RPG that was one of the first games ever made by Epic Games. It's got to be No Man's Sky. Okay, uh, Chelsea. Uh, what are the games? Uh, Ancients 1, Death Watch, and No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. Okay, that is two for No Man's Sky. Ashley. Uh, I'm going to go with No Man's Sky. All right, and Molly. Uh, no Man's Sky. All right, unanimous. It moves up to number 95. Uh, let's see here. Molly, how does it compare to... Super Mario, or nope, 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 nope. Pokemon Puzzle Challenge. This game uh, is a Game Boy Color game that is like Pokemon Puzzle League, but it's for Game Boy Color. Oh, it's so cute. Yeah, it's got cute graphics. It's got a lot of Gen 2 Pokemon in it. You gotta gotta match some colors. Yeah, it's paneled upon, but with Pokemon. Um, No Man's Sky. Okay. Uh, Ashley. I'm going to go with No Man's Sky. Okay. Chelsea. Pokemon. All right. And Crystal. Now I'm actually wondering how the most recent No Man's Sky next expansion affects the existing story. 
because one of the core conceits of that story is that like the travelers are all deathly lonely and are desperately searching for some kind of personal connection oh, right. with they another added, person. They have co-op to it. Right. Huh. Well, I'll vote for No Man's Sky. Okay. Uh, no Man's Sky takes it. And it moves up to number 46. Crystal, how does it compare to Cooking Mama, the cooking game for Nintendo DS where you cook with your mama? No Man's Sky. Chelsea. No Man's Sky. Ashley. No Man's Sky. Molly. No Man's Sky. Cooking Mama is up there. It is. Yeah. All right, uh, No Man's Sky moves up to number 23. Wow, this game's getting a lot of traffic this week. Uh, Molly, how does it compare to Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney? I'm going to vote for No Man's Sky. All right. Because I still haven't figured out what evidence to use ever. <laughs> Ashley. I'm going to go Phoenix Wright. Okay, Chelsea. Uh, Phoenix. Okay, Crystal. Norman Sky. Hmm, that ties it... I'm trying to think. If it was like Phoenix Wright 3, it, I wouldn't even think twice. That would win. If it was Phoenix Wright 2, it would definitely lose and No Man's Sky would go up. But if it's Phoenix Wright 1... Yeah, it's like Phoenix Wright 1 is not the best of that series, but it's not the worst of that series by a wide margin. Right, but it's a solid game and it kind of introduces you to everything. Uh, you do cross-examine a parrot. That does happen. Mm, you fight Manfred von Karma. He's a cool bad guy. He tases you. That's uncool. He steals all not your Not a cool evidence. thing. Yeah, you find... You also find, not cool. You find the crucial piece of evidence that'll prove that the prosecuting attorney himself is the killer. And then on your way out, he just stops you. And like a dumb shit, you don't act like that information might be valuable to him. And he, you just talk to him openly about it, and he attacks you with a stun gun. Yeah, that. Wow. I, yeah. I I think the way you you finally get him in that game is so fucking cool. Oh, it's so good. Cause it was like he got shot on like at the murder scene, uh, non lethally, but he couldn't afford to ever get the bullet taken out because then someone would be like, "Hey, how the fuck did you get shot?" So he just left it in his shoulder forever. And you just take out a metal detector in court and use it on him and prove that he's got a bullet in his shoulder. That's pretty fucked up. And so, and then, and then he, yeah. like, his, like, everyone has their, like, losing it animation. Yeah. And his, and, like, you just, like, he, like, clutches at his shoulder and just screams. Yeah, and then he turns around and grabs the wall behind him. That's just part of the background. It's not a sprite. And he just starts slamming his head against the wall until he collapses. Jesus. <laughs> Like the, one of the what things, the fuck? One of the things that Phoenix Wright is really good at is just making you feel like, yeah, I fucking got you, and every, you're just gonna fall the fuck apart. Every every bad guy in Phoenix Wright uh, reacts to having the truth told about them as though you are physically injuring them. Well, he is physically injuring himself. Well, right? Yeah. In the most recent game, you're in like a foreign nation, proving that like. The queen of the country murdered her sister to, like, take the throne. And, like, you do a big dramatic finger point as a finale. 
and all of her like royal guards go flying as if you're gunning them down with machine gun fire. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, it sounds all right. Anyway, yeah, I think I got to go Phoenix right. We talked about it too much, and I thought about how much I love it. <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't in this game. Yeah, but most of it was. Not that last part. Yeah, all the part with uh, the dude. The part where the guy's hurting. Okay, cool. Well, he's a... Molly, he's a fucking shithead. You are... I'm sure! It feels great to watch him be that angry because he lost. Red White. He's fucking great. Oh, God, Red White. <laughs> he's the biggest fucking, uh, shit eater. Damon Gant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who just, like, turns into a thunder god? That's the dude who imitates Phoenix Wright because they have the same hair but look completely different. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I love it. Oh, wait, no, no, you're thinking of... No, no, you're thinking of the uh, tiger or something from the third oh, game. Oh, you're, right, you're the, right, you're right, you're right. I'm talking right. about the chief of police that you also prove is a murderer. <laughs> and one of those games is a murderer. Who's not a murderer? Literally everyone's a murderer except for your clients. Uh, well, not even then. Uh, not always, no. There's There are times. The whole, like, point of Phoenix Wright... Like, it's, it's weird because they're Capcom adventure games... But they're supposed to be, like, social satire about how the justice system is corrupt and tramples on innocent people. <laughs> like, the fourth game is all about why Japan should introduce a jury system to try and combat the, like, uh, structural biases of the court. <laughs> they're good games. I'm voting Phoenix right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no Man's Sky moves down to number 34. Molly, how does it compare to Pokemon Silver version? Objectively, the second best Pokemon game we've placed to date. Um, I'm gonna vote for Pokemon Silver version. Okay, uh, Ashley, how about you? Uh, I'm gonna go with No Man's Sky. I kind of want to like. I just been thinking about this. Like one of my favorite bits in No Man's Sky, and I'm not is when I would tell like I'd light speed to a new like system. Uh huh. And I would just find, like, the nearest space station and just, like, landing in that and just, like, wonder what the fuck's going on in here. Yeah, yeah, that like, was cool. Yeah, just, I, and then, like, oh, here, this is the alien race that's here. Right. I yeah. always thought that was super fun. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's something that has, like, diminishing returns on it because there weren't that many, like, possibilities. Like three races or something. Yeah, but, like, yeah, early on game. when it's always, like, a new weird thing and... Oh, right, like, you don't know their language yet. You have to, like, explore and find, like, glyphs that teach you parts of their language, and it's slowly... Like, you'll get a text box that's mostly gibberish, but here's, like, a handful of words you know. I, I still think that part's great. That's a great idea. Uh, sorry, which way were you voting? No Man's Sky? Yeah. Okay, uh, Chelsea, how about you? How do you get a Charizard, a Squirtle, and a Pikachu onto a bus? Uh, how? You Pokemon. <laughs> all right <laughs> crystal wait I, I have a joke i have a joke oh no go for it <laughs> what is the foundational sin of all existence what oh <laughs> wow what <laughs> what the decision to abandon those who need you uh, Damn. is oh. that a <laughs> i'm not sure that's a joke <laughs> yeah Oh, it's a pun. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal, how are you voting? 
uh, Norman Sky. All right, that ties it. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's silver. Yeah, well, see, that's the problem. If it was gold, I'd be yes, even though gold's objectively <laughs> worse. Gold is so good. Uh, yeah, but we did the math, Molly. Silver is better, even though in my heart it's not. I guess he's just throwing. We objective. made a mistake. <laughs> uh, silver's got Don Fan. No, wait. Did gold have one of them? Had Don Fan, who I like. Don Fan's good. The only good silver part had Don Fan. Pokemon movie. Yeah. All right. Uh, that yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Pokemon. I'm gonna be mad when I go play No Man's Sky in the expansion and be like, "Fuck! I should have ranked it higher." <laughs> uh, then you can right, like play so, it for like a few more hours, then you'd be like, "Eh." Right. right. <laughs> wow. Uh, Listen, I so like that game, but I was like, that was a game where I learned it's like sometimes I don't need to be like finished with the game to be done with the game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no Man's Sky moves down to number forty. Crystal, how does it compare to Sonic Adventure Two Battle, a bad game that everyone likes? Oh. Man, Sonic Adventure 2. Wow, wow, okay. Chelsea. No Man's Sky. Ashley. Uh, the Sky of No Man. All right, Molly. I'm going to vote for No Man's Sky. Thank you. Thank all of you. <laughs> Luke, you didn't, you didn't play that game when you were eight. I played it when it came out, however old I was at the time, which would have been like, what, when that game came out? Like 2001? <laughs> I was like mm-hmm. ten or eleven. Okay. Did you think Shadow was badass? Not like I thought he was more badass than I do now, but like still not especially. Uh I did. <laughs> Alright, so that moves No Man's Sky up to number thirty seven. Uh Molly, how's it compared to Battle Chasers Night War? Uh, dungeon crawler RPG with comic book inspired graphics and apparently a very fun combat system. Um, hang on, let me look at screenshots real quick. Okay, it's, there are no user screenshots on the file. Okay, great. Well, uh, if you just Google it, like it's a recent game, so it's got a lot of stuff. Oh, um, like it came out last year. I'm gonna go with No Man's Sky. Okay, uh, Ashley. Yeah, I'm gonna go with No Man's Sky. Okay. Chelsea. Battle Chasers, Night War. Alright. And Crystal. No Man's Sky. Alright, yeah, No Man's Sky takes it and moves up. Yeah, I'm not really digging to... this art style. I kinda like it. Like it it's hokey and kinda nineties y in a way that I think is sort of fun. But yeah, No Man's Sky moves up. Uh oh, here we go. Crystal has it compared to Pokemon Gold version. Oh, Pokemon Gold. Okay. Uh, Chelsea. Uh, No Man's Sky. Now, you did vote Pokemon when it was Silver version. I gotta <laughs> keep you on your toes. <laughs> she thinks she just thinks it belongs right in between. No, that's fair. That's fair. Ashley. No Man's Sky. All right. And Molly. Pokemon Gold. That ties it. And yeah, like it was a tough decision with Silver. It's It's not a tough decision with Gold version. Uh, I got a. We got a lot of Pokemon games on this list. We do. I mean, there's a lot of Pokemon games. Probably because every time, like, we we've rated like, we've done two Pokemon episodes entirely. I mean, yeah, that would do it. Yeah, those are those are kind of rough. Uh, that moves No Man's Sky down to number thirty six, the last game of the night. Uh, Molly, how does it compare to Mordormud.net? 
a multi-user dungeon based on the fantasy stylings of J.R.R. Tolkien, where you just explore a text-based fantasy world. And at this point, we checked it out. It's mostly just a chill community of people that have been playing this game for so long that they don't really care about the game anymore. They just hang out like it's a forum. Yeah, uh, that's neat. Uh, I'm going to vote for No Man's Sky because I really just don't like Lord of the Rings at all. That's fair. Ashley? Yeah, I'm going to go with No Man's Sky because I like, like early sci-fi more than I like early fantasy. Not even early fantasy, just like... Right, yeah. That style. Uh, Chelsea? No Man's Sky. All right, and Crystal? No Man's Sky. All right, No Man's Sky takes it unanimously, in which case... No Man's Sky is placed at number 36. Uh, wait, 36? Oh, yes. Okay. It'll be 36. Yeah, you got yep, it. Yep, yep. Uh, directly above MordorMud.net, directly below Pokemon Gold version. And with that, Crystal's birthday adventure has been completed. How do you feel, Yay. Crystal? A year older? A year wiser? How's that, the rest of the song go? It, I wasn't singing a song. It's the Rugrats, uh, all grown up song. But still go to school to get an education. I can't remember the rest. God bless you, Chelsea. (laughs) Eating each and every day like a mini vacation. Oh, God. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, no, it's coming back. Remember they all grew up special? They were all just in a closet for the entire episode? No, they started in the closet, and then... Right. Well, the babies were in the closet the whole time imagining. Okay, fine. (laughs) I guess that's true. What were they all doing in the closet in the future? Why were they in there? They were were stacking up for old time's sake. Okay, alright. Yeah. (laughs) They were getting something... I remember yeah, them complaining, yeah. like, we shouldn't do that anymore. We're not kids. Yeah. Uh, I just think we remember right. one of the people behind All Grown Up got mad at people, like, redrawing it. <laughs> uh, Why? I, I think one of the specific ones is people drawing uh, Dill as more gender non-conforming. Uh, conforming. Oh, okay. Well, fuck off then. So that just led to a lot of really great fan art of that. <laughs> Right, right, yeah, exactly. Alright, uh, well, now that Crystal's all grown up, we finished another episode of Let's Place. Uh, let's look at the bottom ten, which was untouched. Crystal does not have that bad a taste. Nothing even made it to the bottom 50%, so good job, Crystal. I, I uh, almost I never... thought that, like, you could, what if you just picked a game you really hated? Yeah. Just to, like, we're gonna put this at the bottom on my birthday. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I was that... thinking about doing that for my next birthday. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, yeah. Yeah. All right, at number 385, Vitamin X, We Are Super Superment Boys. Number 384, Medal of Honor Warfighter. Number 383, Time Dominator, a.k.a. Socket. Number 382, Swedish Erotica Bachelor Party. Number 381, who did I date last night? Number 380, Elf, the movie. Number 371, Elsa Dentist Surgery Simulator. Number 378, King of Bali. Number 377, Kaze no Oka Koen Nite. And number 376, Las Vegas Tycoon. 
Meanwhile, up in the top 10, also untouched, but a few things got close. At number 10, we've got Chibi Robo, plug into adventure. Number nine, Pokemon Crystal Version. Number eight, Terra Nigma. Number seven, Super Mario Galaxy 2. Number six, Nier Automata. Number five, Resident Evil 4. Number four, Elite Beat Agents. Number three, Mother 3. Number two, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. And number one, still the best game of our all time to our knowledge, unchallenged for, what, eight months now? Undertale. <laughs> yeah, the best game in the world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Crystal, plug your shit. You can find me at Arcane Crystal on Twitter. You can find me on the Book of Medora podcast at audioentropy.com where we talk about the Legend of Zelda series of video game brand products. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me in MCU Completely with Luke, where we talk about the Marvel movies yeah. and rate them according to our subjective we, opinions. We give them grades because it, for some reason, we gave them their grades in the first episode, and now we're calculating their GPA every time. <laughs> and also, you just apparently think exactly the same on Marvel movies. We do agree on every movie. <laughs> Have not really had a strong difference of opinion yet. Age Voltron is coming. Listen, uh, wasn't that in the wasn't that line in the trailer? The Age of Ultron. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Chelsea, uh, plug your plug. Do do your thing. Uh, follow me at that's Us on Twitter. Yeah, do it. Uh, Molly, what about you? Uh, you can find me at audioentropy.com where I do Totally Your Prize with Luke and Ashley. And you can find me at ineedmayo.com where I host a podcast about Cody and Cambria. Yeah. Uh, Ashley, how about you? You can find me at Yuri Librarian with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Uh, you can find me also at AudioMP with uh, Totally Your Prize, all those other great shows, including Transmission Radio, an anecdotal advice podcast about transgender issues. And also just uh, Seattle tourist guides <laughs> yeah uh, and you can find my patreon at patreon.com slash ashley lee minor yeah and you can find molly's patreon at uh, patreon.com slash uh, molly Rhinebeck. that's true also oh thanks pay them both uh yeah as for me you can find me on twitter at ssj speed racer uh, you can find this show on audioentropy.com along with a bunch of great shows like many of the ones already mentioned but also other ones like Teenagers with Attitude, The Home for Infinite Losers, uh, D-Comedy, um, uh, oh, Let's Steal a Podcast. That's one I don't plug often enough, because that's a new one that I always forget that we added to our, our podcast and family. It's good. Let's Steal a Podcast. Yeah, that one's, that one's about the show Leverage. Uh, yeah, go listen to all of them, why don't you? Uh, yeah. If you like this show, go to iTunes and give it a rating and a, you know, uh, subscription and a review. We appreciate all those things. Be nice to us. Uh, if you really like uh, this show and want to see us in person, or if you really hate yes. this show and want to just really get us. <laughs> well, I'd rather you just... Well, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. But yeah, no, if if uh, you're going to PAX West this year, we are doing another live uh, recording of Let's Place. Uh, it's going to be, uh, like Chelsea said at the top of the show, in the Sandworm Theater. At 7 p.m. on Sunday, Wait, September 6 2nd. 6 p.m. on Sunday. Sure 6 p.m. Yeah. on Sunday. Wait, what did I say? 7. You said 7. Oh. No, it's 6. 
6 p.m. on Sunday. Yes. Check it out. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. It'll be better than this problem. No, I can't really guarantee that. Yes. This is the same people, so... Yeah. People laughed yeah. last time. We got some laughs. We got some chuckles. I did yell at them. We'll make it happen. They yelled out that I was doing the list wrong and I wasn't, so I had to tell them to shut up. <laughs> Listen. Sometimes you do the list wrong, though. Uh, yeah, but I wasn't that time. Let's end the podcast. Let's end it. Uh, Crystal, give us a good sign-off. Yeah, I'm looking at some JPEGs and GIFs of the character of Dill Pickles and All Grown Up, and uh, this uh-huh. kid ain't Sizz. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea, how about you? Uh, Something about corn nuts. <laughs> Ashley. The college years. <laughs> Molly. <laughs> Uh, I don't. Reese's sticks are pretty good. All right, happy birthday, Crystal! Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you! Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you! Happy Yeah.